big cuck, faggot. Uh, how's my voice sound? You sound sexy. Only for you, Daddy. That's what I like to hear. So anyways, listeners, uh, Mom, Dad, how are you? Uh, <laughs> so this is our uh, new libertarian podcast, Little L. Of course, we're not cucks. Uh, Ungoverned Sales, is this what we're thinking we're going to name it? We'll see if that changes. We'll see if it stays. I don't know. Uh, I am Lane, and this is my co-host, Craig. What's new with you, bud? Hey, nice to meet you, Mom and Dad. Anyway, you want to tell me a little bit about yourself and where you're from, as if I don't know everything about you? And yeah, what you so, so uh, I'm uh, from the great state of Ohio, home of the Buckeyes, you know, playing a national championship on Monday. It's terrible news. You already know, man. Uh, <laughs> Current uh, enlisted sailor in the Navy on its way uh, way out. Of course, of course. Fingers crossed, though. Um, kind of started as a Republican, moved uh, towards the uh, libertarian side of politics, just because uh, can't really stand behind everything that the the Republicans stand for. Yeah, I definitely get and, that. Yeah, and what about yourself, man? Yep. All right, so I'm from the even greater state (laughs) of Indiana, uh, the state of corn and fucking Michael Jackson, I guess. Anyway. I hate that uh, for you. Yeah, I hate that for me, too. Uh, So me and my buddy Craig here, we're looking to move back home, which is hilarious because everybody else is trying to move away from there. But when you've been away for so long, you learn to recognize the better parts about your state. I live in the shithole of Virginia right now. We're out here in Norfolk, and he's over in California. And so we've seen coast to coast, and we've seen how it sucks and how we really don't have it that bad in the Midwest. Everybody likes to pretend just because things are low and slow out there, that is a problem. But I would go as far as to say that that's a better way to live. And so I plan to raise my family in that kind of environment. Oh, and so do I. I mean, with me having a kid and being married, as you already know, um, I don't. I don't think that my child needs to grow up in this sort of environment here in San Diego, where everything is so hostile and selfish. Where back home, it's like you said, it's slow, but people look out for each other. People care about each other. Yeah. It's a community and a society that actually uh, takes care of each other without government involvement. Whereas out here, everything's forced by the government and they, the actual people don't give a shit about you. I've never seen more people fight in traffic than I have out here in Virginia. Just for the hell of it, people will just get fucking rowdy out here for no reason. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's but, the yeah. same way out here. Don't get me wrong, back home in the Midwest, you cut somebody off and flip them off, they might get out and fight you too. But it doesn't happen every day like it does out here. It's crazy. No, I mean, usually the most you're going to get from someone in the Midwest if you do something wrong in a car is a finger. <laughs> and then later on, later on in the, the night, gonna, yeah, later <laughs> on in the night, you're just going to end up getting a beer with them. Probably, right. So, 
what uh what is it that brought you to the libertarian party and pulled you away from being a republican well i mean if you if you read so i i went to the libertarian face uh internet page just to kind of actually read their actual definition of what they stand for yeah they they say um our slogan is the party of principle meaning they they care more about what their their morals are and what their principles are than than trying to win votes and buy people to feel that they're running for the right reasons i can respect that now if only uh your boy Nick Sarwak actually upheld those principles. That would be a different conversation. Maybe I would be a dues paying member with a big L, but seeing as how I don't think that the, uh, the party themselves is necessarily true to their word. Oh, um, exactly. I don't really consider myself big L, but uh, I do like the ideals and that's kind of what pulled me towards the party. Limiting government, maybe not necessarily getting rid of it, I heard the boys over on Biting the Bullet talking all the time about how they're trying to people, pull people from being minarchist to anarchist. And I don't know. I'm probably one of those guys that's going to stick more along the lines of minarchy. Yeah, I, I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, the Libertarian Party has good structure because they, they, yeah, they want to reduce the size and intrusiveness of government, which I feel most people in the U.S. want to do. Definitely. And, and they want to eliminate taxes at every opportunity, which, again, everybody wants to do. We have so much spending in the U.S. government that is unneeded. Of course, of course. We, we could maintain our standards of living with this government with half the taxes that we take in. So get rid of all the other unnecessary bullshit taxes and keep it as sales tax. Sales tax makes sense. I understand you have to have some sort of income to develop a defense budget to obviously the one that the whole libertarian party likes to fight about my roads but you know i i I do like the idea of uh not having a business in charge of public roads and stuff like that i mean not having to pay tolls everywhere i go and stuff like that uh i guess that conversation can be had at a later date in time though but uh you know there are certain things that i i I may not even agree with necessarily, but I understand like police, uh, a form of police force or security force in local areas. And maybe the federal government doesn't need to be involved with that, but some kind of governing body to determine, okay, here's how we're going to acquire this money and here's how we're going to allocate it. Um, But let's keep that shit to a fucking minimum. (laughs) I don't need them telling me that I can't subscribe to a Pornhub account. Like, uh, I already have Visa and MasterCard telling me I can and can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's garbage. I understand the point, but that's a slippery slope. I know that's a worn out statement, but it is. Oh yeah. It is. I don't you can't fucking change society and change everybody's mind to move towards having this little plastic card that allows me to spend all my money and then tell me what I can and can't spend my fucking money on. That ruins the whole concept of it being my money. That's the good thing about paper money is, yeah, everyone takes it. Even if they're not American, they'll take a dollar. Dude, I don't even know, though. I'm seeing more and more businesses saying shit like, uh, we do not take uh, cash and coin here and stuff like that. I'm seeing that all over the place. 
and people make the arguments, oh, that's not that's not legal. As long as it's a legal tender, I can spend it here. But what the fuck are you going to do? Are you going to force this business into uh, into using your currency? How are you going to do that? Exactly. I mean, you're going to call the cops over here? You're going to get the government involved? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> you're going to get the government to force them to do business with you? All right, congratulations. You've gone every, against everything that the Libertarian Party stands for. And you have the same people who who have been fighting for the right for businesses to refuse yeah any any person for any reason oh yeah i got in, i got into it with a coworker the, the other day because she was saying something along the lines of uh she was like it people shouldn't allowed to use their business to invoke bigotry right so the the concept of the uh the cake that the bakery refused to make for the gay couple's wedding yeah i remember that and like so, so what are you what are you going to do with that are you going to are you going to tell the government that they have to step in and make them uh, either bake them the cake at the threat of going to jail? She was like, well, no, no, of course not. So I was like, so, so, okay. So you don't want these people thrown in a cage as a punishment, but what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to shut that business down, shut down their livelihood for following their religion. She's like, no, she's like, I just don't think that they should be able to use their personal beliefs to run a business. I was like, okay, <clears throat> The uh, Nazi fucking flag is not illegal in this country. But if some dude goes into a Jewish bakery and says, I would like for you to make this Nazi cake for me. You think that just because their personal belief is fuck you for being a Nazi, that they should still have to bake that cake for them? No, they should be able to tell them to fuck off and never come back. You see what I'm getting at? Oh, yeah, she she only wants it where it benefits her. Exactly. If is as long as those ideals fall in line with hers. Huh. And and that's kind okay. of become the issue with today's society. Everyone has to believe the same thing, or you're a bigot, you're a racist, you're intolerant. Yeah. Yeah. Damn you for wanting for not wanting the government to step in because you don't follow my ideals. Yeah, and damn you for being an individual. Hmm. That's crazy. I guess I guess that's kind of what uh what pulled me away from the Democratic Party. I don't like the threat of government. Do I do I understand the concept of government? Do I understand the concept of society pulling money and funds and resources together? <clears throat> oh shit, it's corona. Uh to to better society? I, I completely get it. But you this isn't a perfect world. This isn't, you know, this isn't a simulation. This is the real world with real people. And it doesn't work out that way. It never works out that way. No, and, and the government has slowly been increasing its reach over the past 200 years to where, For sure. where now For sure. it is at a ridiculous amount where the government has more power than what, as they always like to say, our founding fathers meant it to be. Absolutely. It's definitely uh definitely sketchy business. But yeah, that, that that's what pulled me away from the Democratic Party. It wasn't even it wasn't even the concept of taxes. I hate them now just because I see the way that they are used and the way that they're spent. And I think I can do a much better fucking job. But yeah, I, I think it was more so, it, it wasn't along the lines of taxes, it was more along the line of 
the government telling me that they know better than I do for what I need. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I, I totally get it. And when I joined the Navy, what was that, six six years ago? Yeah. I was diehard Republican because that's how I was raised. Every Like everyone back home, Republican, Republican, and that's the way mm-hmm. we are. I never would have thought that six years later, I'm standing here like, you know what? Fuck the Republicans. I don't see anything that they stand for that I agree with anymore. They're warmongering. They're all about not spending taxes or not taking taxes from shit unless it's going to war to murder the brown children. (laughs) Yeah, for oil. (laughs) Yeah, it's disgusting. We're there for and, and that's exactly how I am about being. Yeah, that's about how I am with being a Democrat. As as uh, I came in as a Democrat, and then I saw how democracy, quote unquote, is working, and how it provides for its people, quote unquote, by slaughtering other people using our tax dollars, and that's fucking disgusting. Yes, like, and it, we're not doing anything over there. The only thing we're doing is keeping these other countries from coming out of being a third world country. They've they've had opportunities. When this oil spark took off back in like the when was that the eighties? Yeah. Whenever we were paying, trying to get oil and we decided to go in there and get fucking frisky with these Middle Eastern countries yeah, about it. The eighties. Uh, those, those countries were on the come up. They were they were just as advanced as we were because they were they were just getting into a booming market. They were just acquiring a shitload of money. And they were they were turning their countries into something worth a damn, but we bombed them back into the Stone Age. Oh yeah, and it's just because they didn't believe what we believed, and yeah. our government, quote unquote, felt threatened. We felt need to give them freedom. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't continued to work for the past thirty, <laughs> forty years. Yeah, you have freedom, but uh, you don't have food now. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, figure it out. We're leaving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, our our people back home are mad at us, so we're dipping out and leaving a huge power vacuum that's going to be taken over by a warmongering warlord. Yeah, but uh, so. here's a treaty where we get the majority of your oil for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> we're just giving them freedom, man. Oh, yeah. I mean... That's what uh, America's all about, is freedom. Yep. But, no shit, this is, this is why I think you're, you're going to see a huge increase in the Libertarian Party, is both the other parties are realizing that their, their parties, this duopoly system is a fucking joke. Oh, yeah. And I, I think you're seeing a lot of people shying away from it. Even people that, like, I know that are damn near, like, communist-level socialists, mm-hmm. right? They're realizing that the current governing body is uh it's a shit show it's a fucking joke so they're they're moving away from it right even though it very much falls in line with their ideals they realize that the people that are in charge right now are not going to actually take care of them and do what they say so they're realizing that the 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 duopoly is a fucking joke and they're they're saying that the only way to get away from that government overriding them is to move towards something with less government such as such as the libertarian party so I, I guess. What was that? And I think that that kind of has been brought to light in the last, I would say, month time frame between when Joe Biden and Harris were elected 
and uh, BLM reached out to have a sit down with them and they didn't get any response from them or nothing, not even one of their, their workers. And then with this past Wednesday, with everything that went down on the Capitol, people are slowly starting to realize the two party system that we have today, Republicans and Democrats, doesn't work because of these people that don't care and are out of touch with the U.S. public. Don't give a damn. Even your boy Trump that was over there getting them riled up and pretending like he was going to go to bat for them. He fucked off whenever that crowd started getting too wild. What he should have done, right, whenever that crowd got crazy, is he should have went over there and told them, hey, this isn't the way to go about it. He could have settled that crowd down in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Had them all dispersed. Could have had them cheering. Could have had a great rally. Calmed everybody down and sent them home. Yeah. No, he, did, he, he didn't do that. He didn't even – so if, if you're going to lead a coup, if you're going to yeah, do but, it, lead it from the fucking yeah. front. Don't turn – don't get them hyped up, charge them in at the Capitol building at your goddamn vice president. The only reason that you even got accepted by the Republican Party is because of who you picked as your mm-hmm. vice president. Right? He's the only – I mean, Mike Pence, uh, being from Indiana, I've gotten a huge dose of him, whether I like it or not. Uh, Mike Pence is a diehard Republican Party man. He is well-known in the Republican Party and well-respected amongst them. He is the only reason that the Republican Party did jack shit for Donald Trump. No, exactly. I think he was kind of his ace in the hole. And Donald Trump pretty much just turned the whole fucking Trumpster crowd on him. Oh, exactly. And they they don't even realize that Pence is the reason that he got elected. Mm -hmm. He is the puppet behind... He's the master behind the puppet of Donald Trump. For sure. For sure. And and he's he's the only thing that's been protecting Donald Trump from getting shot in the ass by his own party. Oh yeah, and they at any point they could have turned on him. They could have turned on him and turned everything sour, especially the first time that they were uh uh what what's the bill where they write up and try to remove President Twenty uh, Fifth Amendment. Yeah. Whenever they were talking about doing that, the, the, and the Republican Party was like, "No, we're not. We're not participating." Now they are. They see how he turned on his own party men, how he turned on Pence, and one, he literally encouraged. We can sit here and discuss the uh, the little nitpick details of it all day, but he encouraged that crowd to rush that motherfucker and either get Pence to sign it or get Pence killed. Yeah. <coughs> Which I don't see who that benefits. Because then your VP becomes Nancy Pelosi, right? As the Speaker of the House, isn't yeah, she third? Yeah, third. So was he hoping that that crowd would just go over there and knock them all out? Because, that, I mean, that's, that's almost what it seemed. It, he didn't say it in so many words, but the way he was encouraging that crowd made it seem like he wanted them gunning for him. Oh, exactly. And he's, he's caused so much more divisiveness, even in the people who believed in him, on his actions, yeah, I think he's I think he's torn the Republican Party in half. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of your more moderate and reasonable Republicans move towards libertarianism, and I think you're going to see all your your diehard Trumpster fangirls. They're going to move towards that. I don't know if you heard the new party, the the uh, Patriots Party, quote yes. unquote. What a fucking joke! Their their thing is like. Their, their mascot's a lion, right? Like a full green lion, which is funny as hell because to me, that literally just my mind 
goes straight to the Lannisters. I'm like, oh, yeah, crooked white inbred fucks. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> they couldn't have chosen more perfect representation <laughs> of their party. And I don't know how that hasn't been a meme or a joke yet. We're going to have to get off here and post that on Twitter oh, yeah. for sure. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, so I got another question okay. for you, right? So being a small L libertarian like we are, our party has quite a few issues, I guess, just with fighting amongst ourselves, little things like like uh like how we believe the government should operate and whether they should operate at all, because there's obviously like a, quite a few anarchists that consider themselves libertarians too. And there's your big L libertarians that are like, no, we should have one. It just needs to be small and maybe more local. Uh, and then you, you've got other bigger arguments between them, which which are like like a lot of them are talking about overthrowing the current government and stuff like that. I guess what what direction do you see the Libertarian Party going? And are you are you moving more towards ANCAP or are you moving towards more like small government? Um well definitely more towards a smaller government. The the, the overreach of okay. government is too big. Um yeah, I mean, it says in the Bill of Rights, <laughs> you have the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But the government doesn't believe that anymore. But the Libertarian Party is trying to get back to that, but they're still very much a a cultish group where you have, Yeah, that's, that's dangerous. Yeah, where you have sure. to believe everything yeah. you believe or you are not a true Libertarian. Which is hilarious because that goes against the concept of libertarianism, of being an, a fucking individual. And they're like, no, you're not a real libertarian. <laughs> you're a libertarian light. You're a wannabe. That's counterintuitive. Yeah. <clears throat> That's counterintuitive to the entire concept, but what the fuck do but I know? I think a way we could grow the, the party into one of the major parties, not just something you're like, oh. I didn't know that was on the ballot, but to something like mm-hmm. where they're on platforms debating with Republicans and Democrats, where they're at national rallies, which are getting more than a hundred people there mm-hmm. is by getting an actual, um, like chain of command, best way to put it, that knows. Yeah. I mean, they, they have one, but it almost seems yeah. fake. or One that knows what they're doing where how to make us <laughs> yeah. grow almost like a marketing team but that's correct not a haphazard yeah. uh chain of command and i think that'll be the best way for them to grow is you i'll tell you another big dividing piece amongst the libertarian party that i've uh kind of seen take off lately do you know very much about the non-aggression that pack? i do not Okay, so so it's a con- it's it's getting to be like a big thing in the Libertarian Party to follow the non-aggression pact, non-aggression pact believers and stuff like that, and so so that's the concept, or everybody calls it the NAP for short. Uh, it's the concept of 
do no violence and use no violence unless violence has been committed against you. Right. So like we don't violently overthrow the government. We don't violently fight with any other parties. We don't violently do anything unless it's done against us first. Right. So no, no rioting, no looting, no anarchy, none of that shit until the motherfuckers right. come for us. But I don't know. In, in my mind, if it reaches the point of violence and we feel the need to defend ourselves, we'll, we'll be on our back foot anyway. Yeah, at that point, it's too late. You know, and we'll, we'll be... Exactly. Exactly. That, that, I guess that's kind of my concern about it, is uh, if they do decide to get aggressive with the Libertarian Party and with Libertarian people, as of right now, there's only really... Uh, dude, I don't... I, couldn't even give you a guesstimate number like a not even a hundred thousand libertarians mm-hmm. for real like a lot of people vote libertarian but they're closet libertarian <clears throat> but they, uh, they voted for it yeah they don't they're not really a libertarian they don't they don't uh necessarily believe anything that the libertarians do they just refuse to vote for either of the two shithead clowns that are up there yes. wearing red and blue uh but maybe we have a couple hundred thousand mm-hmm. libertarians all in all, that are that are true diehard. Uh, we we can't be split up. We can't be split up. And whenever they do decide to come at our throats, you know, like maybe not actually come for us, but whenever they try to shut the Libertarian Party down, divide us, we we can't be split on little shit like like the concept of the non-aggression right. principles. We got it. We've got to be able to fucking defend each other and stand up and be like, no, we're coming for your fucking throat. If you get yeah, sideways with us, I think um, Joe Jurgensen, you know, big libertarian, was the the candidate for the Libertarian Party for this last presidency. She yeah. kind of hinted on that when she was talking about turning the U.S. into a giant Switzerland. Say, like, get rid of all these bases, all these military personnel in other countries. Let's worry about ourselves first. But yeah, but keep us well defended so that if someone does come for us we're ready which if it goes that way i understand because we don't need to be in all these middle eastern countries or in all these european countries where we have bases in rota spain or germany oh shit there's there's ones in italy like any country you go to you can find it a military installation for the U.S., Japan, Korea, Bahrain. Gee, the list goes on and on. But we don't need all that. We need to worry about our our own people and our own security before we worry about anybody else's. And we've gotten away from that. Yeah. So, so I just looked it up, and as far as 2017, there's about 20, 21 or 2.1 million people in the military active duty mm-hmm. and reserves right 800,000 of the reserves 1.3 million active duty personnel why the fuck do we need that many and why the fuck are a third of them overseas when we're not even in any real war right now like I understand we're kind of in, in a altercation with places like fucking Syria and Yemen and uh, Mali and Somalia and shit like that. Uh, but we're not really in a war. You can call the war on terror a war. That's a fucking joke. Get out of here. That that was just... <laughs> they hated having to go to individual wars 
to keep the war machine going. So they're like, we're just going to keep our enemy vague and just go wherever the fuck we want. And keep, yeah. the, keep the money pushing. Uh, but we're, we're not even in a real war and a third of our active duty military are currently serving overseas right now or stationed in Japan or some shit. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I guess I understand having a base out there, but why do you need 200,000 sailors and Marines over there? Oh, That's exactly. unnecessary. And a lot of these small skirmishes or whatever incidents you, that we're having right now with Yemen, Syria, these are brought in brought on by ourselves we instigated them absolutely absolutely like the the whole thing with the coal that's a that's a big battle cry for the navy but what the fuck were we doing over there we didn't we didn't need to be over there and of course the 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 rebels they call them the rebels they're more so just like I wouldn't even know how to describe them. They're they're that country's Trumpsters. They're they're the nationalists. They believe in their country and they want everybody yeah. else to fuck out, right? So the the <laughs> Yemen Trumpsters uh, bomb the shit out of our boat because we're over there harassing the shit out of their shipping lanes and stuff like that. We're shutting down their livelihood. I don't blame them for being pissed off. No, I don't. Now I hate that there. There's there's a certain you know ignorant sailor. American side to me that uh that hates them for doing it, but goddamn, do I understand it? Yeah, and to to think that the U.S. wouldn't respond in the same way if it was happening to us is idiotic. Yeah. Well, we'd respond tenfold. We'd send everything oh, we yeah. fucking the, had at them. Short of sending a nuke to a singular. Like boat, we we would wage all out war on that particular reason that was uh, disrupting our way of life. Yeah, we are the monopoly on violence, and therefore we're the only yeah, exactly. one. Exactly. Oh well, we have the biggest military. Well, yeah, it's because you guys feel the need to stick our nose and our personnel into everything that benefits your pocket. Oh, yeah. Like a third of our annual budget goes to military and defense contracts and stuff like that. Our military budget. Our military budget's a fucking joke, first of all, because half of that shit just gets spent in the last the last month of fucking September before October 1st and the new fiscal year starts. <coughs> They're like, hey, we still have like our our boat would always be like uh hey supply just called and said we still got a couple hundred thousand dollars left uh go spend it on whatever the fuck we can so that we meet our our yeah, budget and it's quota. Like, well we we needed this money six months ago when we had this part that broke but you guys couldn't find the funds yeah right so they're not spending it on the shit they actually need to and then they wait till the end of the year and they go out and buy us all new office chairs and shit. Just, it's it's always stupid shit like that. I don't know what your boat. Uh, well, on, but my last boat I was on, we uh, we didn't have funding. <laughs> yeah, you're you're on a yeah, mine so, super, right? So, how, what was that life like? I mean, in in terms of the crew, closest crew you ever be part of. I mean, when you can sit down when you hit port. 
with your captain and he buys you a beer and you guys bullshit back and forth like you guys are buddies and you just work side by side that part is great but in terms of getting parts material manning it's a pain in the ass because we're we're a fourth um uh oh i'm trying to think we we are on the back burner of the military's in the Navy's uh, mind because the military is always reactionary. We're not, we're not, um, we don't think long-term we think, okay, well this just happened. So we need funding here. And And that's the problem we're running to (laughs) now with the Minesweep community is our Minesweepers, 30, 40 years old, made out of wood. Okay. We need to come up with a new boat. All right, we're going to drop a couple billion dollars in the, the new LCS. Well, we're going to we're going to retire these four boats in San Diego. All right, well, what are we going to do with all these sailors? Well, we'll put them on the LCSs. Oh, shit, the LCSs don't work. And for you that don't know, LCS is littoral combat ship. It's a multi-platform ship that is supposed to be able to handle... Uh, the duties of DDGs, frigates, cruisers, and minesweepers. It's supposed to be an all-around juggernaut. It was going to be an animal. I, I was uh, I was excited to see him come out. It was essentially supposed to take yeah, over which, the whole small boy community. So it was, it was literally just going to be LCSs I mean, and carriers. In theory, great idea, because you don't have to worry about putting out contracts for this boat, this boat, this boat, and this boat. You just have one company. Hey, we need yeah. twenty LCSs, and then you go to another company. Hey, we need we need five platforms for this, five platforms for this, five for this, and five for this. So, but and so so they they like customize them based off of like what right. you specifically and need them so to do. Right? Budget wise, it's a lot better because you don't have to buy so many individualized parts. Where the DDG, the cruiser. Mm-hmm the frigates and the minesweeper and the carriers all run off different engines where you guys are nuclear powered yeah. on carriers, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're carrier or uh, nuclear power most of the time. And then we have right. backup we're, diesel we, generators. We have, uh, they're called IFs because they're, we call them IFs because it's an Italian name and we never pronounce it. And it's long as shit. But they're they're racing diesel engines, and it, that's badass. I I know they used to operate on a uh, Rolls Royce mm-hmm. engines. Have you ever heard that? Like during World War Two and shit like that, we operated on Rolls Royce uh, racing engines, which is oh yeah, fucking and crazy to me. The, but know. the problem with the IFs is they're meant to run at full bore all the time. Minesweeper. My yeah. max speed is like 16 knots. And that's with the sails down <laughs> and the wind behind us. So you're, you're taking yeah. a racing engine and you're making it into a tugboat. So then you have that amount of problems with the parts not wanting to run efficiently because they're not. Yeah. It's, it's so then we're running into all these issues where we're, all right, we got to replace this, 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 and this. All right, cool. We'll order the parts. Well, we don't have any funding because the Navy doesn't feel that it's necessary for us to have the budget of a destroyer or a frigate. 
So then yeah. we're, we're waiting on other boats, like carriers, DDGs, to pull into our port where we can steal parts from them. Where we, hey, we got, we got this. <laughs> can we trade you this for this? Oh, yeah, yeah, we got, we got 100 of those. You guys don't have any? Uh, no. And the other issue, the other issue we, See, yeah, and the other issue we run into, a lot of the stuff <laughs> that we run off, they're businesses that already gone out of business because. Oh, yeah, we're that way too, though. I think that's Navy-wide. Everything's just so fucking outdated. We're running on gear that's from yeah, like exactly. the 1970s and shit. But then you have the, the DDG-1000, the Zoomwalt, where it's supposed to be uh, all operated from uh, CIC, Combat Information Systems, where you can have yeah. an HT press a button and a, and a relief valve gets opened. So how is there such a huge disconnect between the platforms? And it's, it's the government wanting the Navy to have new shiny things and not worrying about the old stuff that they still use. Right. They don't want to put money into the shit that is the actual backbone of the Navy. It's it's the same way with the carriers, man. So, like, I don't want to go into too much detail and uh, give away name or location or anything like that. But, like, my big boat, right, can barely afford to repair themselves right now. While the fucking Ford's over there and barely able to float or go anywhere. And they, they're just dumping money into that shithole. Nothing barely works, right? So what, what does the government decide to do? They're like, you know what we need? Another one just like the Ford. So they're building the Kennedy right now. <laughs> they're, they're like, we need another fucking money pit. Because we already have one aircraft carrier that doesn't work. Let's make a fucking another one. It's a, it's a joke, dude. They, they're not putting the money where it needs to go. And so you're seeing trillions, with a T, trillions of dollars going into these stupid-ass programs that don't – they don't better oh. our military. They, they weren't set up properly or ready to go by the time that these, these stupid-ass contracts get put into play. So they don't have any time to actually prepare or set these up correctly. And then it, it, the project flops. And they're like, oh, well, that sucks. Better build and, another one. I think the other issue is they they go for these parts and these companies know, well, hey, the U.S. government's going to spend whatever they need for this part. So, oh, this washer? Yeah, it's 600 bucks because they can only get it from us. Whereas, like, so our defense budget instantly yeah. has to go up because these these companies are gouging the government where the government could then put in place its own machine shop or own um, development to make their own parts where they're not reliant on companies that are gouging them. We, we had a guy, he was trying to order a part for a AC unit on a carrier or something. And he put in a number wrong and it came up a Humvee. And he sent it all the way up, made it to the captain before the captain caught on hey, this isn't this part. This is a Humvee. And he was basically, well, it, it looked like the right price. So I figured it was the right thing. And the fact that... Yeah, and the fact price. that whatever part on an AC unit cost the same as a Humvee 
is asinine. Yeah. Well, the money's all fucking arbitrary too. So, so like, we'll we'll have uh, we'll have ups that are hundreds of thousands of dollars and stuff like that, or we like our our radios, right? The little, the little mm-hmm. bricks that we carry around. They're, they're called hydro radios, hierarchical yet dynamic radio assembly or some shit like that. Uh, so so those radios, we spend seventy five hundred dollars mm-hmm. on each one of them, right? Each one we get from Harris, which is a private company that we contract ourselves out to hoe our money out to. Uh, and I, we, we had a chief go on fucking Amazon and find one for $50. $50 straight from Jesus. Harris, dude. You can buy it. So he bought one and brought it to me. He was like, can you program this? And I was like, <laughs> fucking, yeah, I guess. Like, uh, are you kidding me? Like, how, how is this happening? I don't, I don't get it. And the beautiful part is that it's seventy five hundred dollars because Harris stopped making them, right? So I have to order them through our supply company, and when I get them through supply, it's like such a limited number. And when the number gets smaller, the price goes up. Whereas Harris is just over here fucking selling these bitches on the internet for fifty bucks a pot. Why are we not ordering through through there? Well, I'll tell you why we're not ordering through there. Because then the fucking third parties don't get their fucking funds. They don't get their, oh, exactly. their pocket money. Where the, the government officials who are like, hey, uh, start this business up and go through this company for the government and you'll make X amount of dollars. And just give me a small Absolutely. cut. That's it. Happened over and over. It's the same thing with like, I know this is the big one that I hear about military people all the time. Uh, have, you, have you ever gotten on supply and look at no. how much our toilet seats cost? Are you kidding they're, me? They're $80. You can go to Walmart and find the, and it's it, no shit. It's the same brand from Walmart, right? Same brand, same make, same model down to the fucking part number, right? <laughs> they're nine ninety nine at Walmart. <laughs> so what, what the fuck am I paying eight times as much? If anything, you'd think, with the military doing like a contract with somebody, right? That it would be cheaper because you're saying we're only going to go through you. We're going to make yeah, a exactly. fucking deal here, right? But do you know how? So so let's let's just do the math on this because I hate myself. Uh, so let's say, right? Each head we we've got probably just for rounding purposes we've got a hundred different toilets mm-hmm. on our boat, right? Those bitches, they're pieces of shit, right? right. That's why they're nine ninety nine at Walmart. Uh, so they they break every few months, so we have to replace it four times a year, right? So you're grand. looking at fucking four hundred. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say four four hundred. Uh, you, well, we got slower <laughs> listeners. You gotta dial it back. Yeah, but <laughs> we're looking at spending thirty two grand a year on fucking toilet yeah. seats. On toilet seats. The the one expenditure that I always thought was funny, at least on Minesweepers, is reduction gears. So it's what takes the the gear the power from the engine and puts it towards the props. Takes it from high high uh, high horsepower yeah. into high torque. They're so expensive. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The Navy does not own them. They are leased out to the yeah. 
Right. The loan amount. Yeah. <clears throat> Which you know may cost more in the long run than it would have been just for them to pay for them, but they don't want to put that money down because they don't want to say they're spending that much money on a minesweeper. Because if you say that you're spending, let's just say it just offhand, you say you're spending a billion bucks and then a hundred grand a year for upkeep. Obviously, that <laughs> these are just random numbers. So it's a billion bucks up front and then a hundred grand a year upkeep. They're going to say, fuck no, we're not spending a billion dollars on a boat. But if you say, okay, it's going to be 200 million, but we're going to be spending, you know, 10 million a year on upkeep. People are like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So so it'll, yeah, exactly. it'll just be a long haul. You know, because it, as long as they don't have to pay that money up front, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, we'll it, make our that's grandkids what it's always been for the past, what, 100 years? Uh, make the next generation pay for it. Yeah, that's why we're fucking $27 trillion in debt. We haven't been out of debt since, I think, the 70s or something like that. We, we was the first time our country was ever yeah, like, I'll, out, I'll of debt, out of debt. Quick. I don't know how accurate that is, but it was, it was sometime in the 1900s was like the first time we ever got out of debt. And we were like, oh, finally, we got our shit, our head out of our ass, you know, got our shit together. Uh, and then immediately they're okay, like, no, we're jumping so back in. The last time the United States was debt free was during Andrew Jackson's presidency. <laughs> it lasted entirely <laughs> like one year before the United States headed into a depression. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I was thinking, okay, when's the last time our, our GDP was higher than our output? Oh, you're making me read now. Okay, good. Never mind. I don't care that much. But the concept is that, so, you know, at one point we were somewhat stable, and now it's just been a fucking spiral. And it has been as long as we've been alive. I was born in 95. I don't know about, about you. You were born in like 92 or something, right? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You look it's older Navy, than you are. I don't know what crippling, to tell you. Crippling depression and alcoholism. <laughs> Those six yeah, years put 30 wrong. years on my life. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, that, that Dude, that's so true. I, I've never hurt as much as I have <laughs> just in these six years. Like, and, and when I first joined, like, I was, like, I was feeling pretty fucking good. And now I'm, like, hurting and I'm balding a little bit. And I just look like shit compared to how I did when I first joined. And obviously part of it is going to be age. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, the getting older. Done this no but... in that, though. Oh, it amplified. It amplified oh, the effects. Right after sure. boot camp, I was 6'2", 193. Just lean. You remember uh, right now I'm weighing. Yeah. Still, you know, six two, but like two, uh, two thirty, which still isn't bad. But I'm not where I was physically, and my body's just. When I wake up in the morning, I have to crack my ankles, my knees, my hip, my back, both my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's before the engine crack. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like, I'm fucking, I'm hurting. And you know what the Navy does about that? How they take care of you? Not, here's here's a little bit of money for you to barely squeak by, you fucking bitch. (laughs) And, like, they're reluctant to give you the money, too. I just did, like, all my TAPS class stuff. And somebody was asking about, like, about the benefits, the VA benefits. And she was, like, giving details on how to, how to get them. And he was like, what are some, some of the uh, more common ones that will get me uh, larger settlements? And she, like, the lady that was hosting this fucking went off on him. She was like, this shit ain't about the money. You, you joined to take care of your freedom. You volunteered for this. And just went in on the poor motherfucker. And he was like, hey, lady, you're the one that said, I was asking if anybody had questions. He's like, I'm asking the real questions. He's like, I'm sure there are people here that are thinking the same thing. So I unmuted myself and I was like, uh, yeah, I actually wanted to know that too. And then she, <laughs> she just got more mad about it. She, she was like, I, I can't believe how often I hear y'all trying to figure out how much money you can screw the government out of. I was like, bitch, the Navy has been screwing me out of money and out of my livelihood for six yeah, years. Like, um, so, yeah, I'm going to get I, mine. I don't really enjoy don't just good. living just above the poverty line. To... Yeah. If the Navy can't afford, if the military as a whole can't afford to take care of all these veterans after they get out, maybe they shouldn't have 2.1 yeah, million fucking veterans. Yeah. Don't accept that everyone that veterans. joins the You know military. what I'm saying? Yeah, I know there's a small percentage that gets kicked for medical reasons but it should be like every other fucking job yeah right is this person qualified are they going to be able are they going to be able to last long are they planning oh no dude i've seen some of the most retarded and honestly pathetic human beings i've met in my life have been in the navy and that, that's crazy because, I, you know, you see the stereotypes about the Navy and you expect a bunch of fucking Popeye sailors. I was like, I got to toughen myself up before I go. And then you find out I mean, there's mean, a I'm bunch of pussies. Listening to some of the, the, the sea stories from my, my dad, my grandfather, great-grandfather, and just like, oh, yeah, this is what I want to fucking do. Like, this is, this is legit. Get here. You have to pronounce my name this way or I will write you. What the fuck? dude i i saw a meme the other day that said the navy will dead ass give you oh, yeah, a I pussy before they let you grow a beard and that shit cracking up that's funny as fuck because it's true oh, so i've seen I, it happen there's, there's a dude <laughs> fucking seen uh, it. on my base and i, I don't care who, who this pisses off this dude is six four two sixty currently has a ponytail because he's going through through his sex transition. I mean, yeah, whatever floats your goat. But I can't say here I, and grow I, a like, beard. I guess, I guess I'm cool with people doing I'm cool with people doing whatever they want. But two things about that. One, uh, if the, you're going to let them do what they want, you should let me do what I want. They're, they're relaxing grooming standards because they don't feel comfortable with where they're at. Okay, let me relax my grooming standards because I don't feel comfortable with the way my hair is or having a beard. girl. Like, (laughs) yeah. If if you're gonna if you're gonna change the standards for one, change the standards for all, or don't fucking change them. Those are your two. Those are your two options. Like, why are you doing the special circumstance shit for certain things? And then 
I, I guess number two for me is why in the fuck are taxpayers paying for you to get your your dick chopped off, but taxpayers don't pay for our boys that come back with PTSD and shit exactly. like that? Like where where are we focusing where the our funds vote here? Comes from? Is it actually absolutely absolutely with what uh, today's current societal standards are that'll yeah. change next week? And I mean, why why can fucking Jerome Bettis over there have a ponytail and I can't have a mullet? Like what, what what's the point? Like, they both look super out of place. Yeah. And it's, it, that's just another issue in itself that we'll have to do a whole nother conversation on. Yeah. Uh, we'll go more into that conversation when we're no longer owned. Oh, when yeah. we're no longer indentured yeah. servants. Which is what this is, for sure. <laughs> we we give you an allowance, but if you go outside of our rules, then we get to put you in a cage Ooh, exactly. or shoot you. And I can't believe my crazy 18-year-old hey, ass signed that, up for that. That PowerPoint where it described uh, desertion. And it's like, oh, in a time of war, you can be shot for desertion. Like, yeah. Oh, well, that's great. I'm glad we're not really at war right now. But if I decide I don't want to do this, <laughs> I. <laughs> but exactly, you get killed. So, so like, how fucking not free is that concept? Like, don't get me wrong, you're a pussy, and maybe if everybody else turned around and shot you, whatever. Uh, but like, the government is saying that they'll shoot you. They're like, you are a servant of ours now, and if you disagree with with our political views, or even if our government decides to fuck all and do something that isn't right, you know, like, what what if we invaded Canada tomorrow? Like, I don't want to fight Canadians. And so now I, I disagree with the current governing body and their policies because they're they're 10 times different from when I joined, right? but I'm forced to serve them or get fucking murdered. Oh yeah. And uh, that's pretty sketchy, right? I had this conversation with somebody five, six years ago, right when I joined and, and came to the conclusion. Yeah. U.S. U.S. Uh, military defending democracy by uh, practicing communism. And it is probably the most <laughs> accurate and, yeah, Oddly enough, cringeworthy statement I've heard. Yeah, no, I definitely understand where you're coming from. That's how it is. It's it's uh you you are the serfs and you will do what we say and we will give you an allocated amount of funds regardless of the amount of work you yeah, do and, or how successful. Oh, you are. Well, it's expensive out in town. Why don't you just come back to base where we can do it cheaper and give us our money back? Yeah, and then we can control like the you, the one the one huge thing is the barbershops on base. Yeah, they're ten bucks, but you know what? I enjoy having a decent haircut that doesn't yeah. make me look like my wife came through with a ball and a pair of trimmers. 
Yeah, they're pretty rough, dude. The next no. barbers are uh, not root. quality. Not quality. I've actually so so we had this one uh this one Puerto Rican dude on the the next over on the Norfolk base, and this motherfucker <laughs> was actually good. He did not belong there, but uh, but <laughs> I I don't know if he had some kind of like visa thing where like if he came and worked there because I have heard of that like like at like uh certain restaurants and stuff on the base people will get like visas and green cards and stuff like that because this dude barely spoke english uh but he's this puerto rican dude and he was fucking good at what he did but he acted like he was like stuck there he's like i can't stand this place Mm -hmm. so i i I think he was like stuck there somehow or maybe like he married somebody that was in the military and so that's how he got the The, job the only barbershop i've gotten a decent haircut at was overseas where everyone that worked there was a a national of that country had to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean that oh, makes yeah. sense too. But people I, actually give a shit over there because <laughs> because making a job at or making money at the next, I'm sure oh, they yeah, probably made that, a shitload more money than they would out there. There, your construction workers are making maybe a hundred BD a, a month, which comes out to three hundred dollars. $330 a month where the the next you're getting paid minimum wage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which for them is and, dope. I mean, <laughs> That's but, crazy. Uh, I remember I got, I got written up one time for not having my hair cut because I, for whatever reason, all my bills came out at the same time. And it was like two days before payday, and I had like twenty bucks, so I was using that to eat. And my chief at the time, he was like, "Why don't you have a haircut? I ain't got the money. Go get one at the next." Uh, yeah, no, I'll wait two. I'll wait two days. What do you mean no? I was like, I'm not spending fucking twelve dollars for someone to fuck my hair up. I'll rather, I'd rather just shave my fucking head. Yeah. Well, how dare you uh, disobey <laughs> the bureaucracy of the Navy? You know who's a chief petty officer, and he stayed in to suffer longer than you. Oh, exactly. Therefore, That's you have just... to listen to everything he says. He may not. He may not know more. He may not be a more rational or intelligent human being, but he suffered longer than you. Damn it. So and you have to listen is, to him. He wasn't even a chief in my rate. I think he was like an AG. So a fucking weatherman. Like, what, what are you even pissed about? Beautiful. <laughs> you had... <laughs> go to your channel. Oh, shit. But, I mean, and a lot of the shit that we've talked about today is one of the reasons I want to run for some sort of office. Like, I see the issues, yeah, and I see the the need for change. So why not be part of the change instead of being one of the people sitting back and just bitching? Bitching, yeah. And and the crazy thing is, is like there, there's a lot of people that have these mindsets too. But first of all, the libertarian name has kind of like a blemish to it. It's it's seen as like a negative thing for some reason. And second of all, no nobody steps up 
to actually fill these roles. Like there's definitely a need for more libertarian politicians, but you don't see people standing up. You don't see names no, on the ballot. No, as often as you the, think. It's the same reason no one votes for libertarian. Like, oh, it's a third party. Like what's the point? That's that shit is so inbred ignorant. <laughs> like people just, just throwing it away. Cause it's third party. Like, Fuck if I agree with their views, I'm not gonna vote gonna for them lose. because uh, they don't have it. That that literally is the only reason they don't have a fucking chance. And it's you it's the same people jackass. like when you would play sports back home, and you would call people up. Hey, do you want to come play? Like, oh, how many do you have? Well, I got this many. Well, call me when you have this many. Well, when I get this many, I won't fucking need you. Like I, yeah. <laughs> like there's no there's no fucking sense in me going yeah. back later. Like I I need you now, not not when I already have the following. And and, and the right. the it's it's everyone's perspective. Like oh, I want my person to win. And there's people who vote based off who they think is going to win. Like oh yeah, this person's going to win. I'm going to vote for them. Like. Everyone has to be a winner, and that's the issue. No one really cares about what the actual conversation, yeah, what the conversation is, or what they're fighting what for. They're fighting they for. care about winning. Yeah. So I mean, once we get people's um, thought process away from winning for their own personal reason, and Winning for the government, winning for the country. As soon as we can get people to start thinking about winning for the country and not winning for themselves, then I think the Libertarian Party will have a chance. And that's until then, we're just uh, yeah, and that's what I been in. That's what I said about Dodgers, man. We get said, if she can get on a debate platform yeah. and get the national recognition that she needs, she has a chance to win. It's like she gave up there at the end though. Because like she was trying to get she's trying to get in the debates. And of course, the bureaucracy doesn't want her in it. They want to do opposite. They want just us versus them. And when you throw a third option in there, it kind of takes away from that and it can dilute that concept. So, of course, they're not going to let that on the stage because they don't want somebody of reason in there. She would have obliterated those motherfuckers. Trump has no concept of reasoning and Joe Biden can't make an argument to save his life. She, she would have obliterated both of them. I've, I've seen her in debates. I've watched a lot of her YouTube videos about her discussing things. Oh, with yes. people. She's a very rational and well-spoken human being. And she would have obliterated those two old fucks. And the other issue is the but normal they didn't age of people who are running for office. Fucking Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi oh, were yeah. born in the fucking 40s. Yeah. yeah, like... They are the actual definition of boomer. at some point in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> or at least their grandparents, you know, like... Segregation was still fucking normal for them, and they, people were cool with killing the gays. Like, 
And these people are running our country, and we're supposed to see them as rational and sensical, you know, like. Like at this point, I would feel more competent with. I don't know. This is really be crazy, just in general, but more comfortable with Elon Musk being the president. For the simple reason, he he's <laughs> more with the times. Just because he. Yeah. Well, he's definitely crazy. I don't know. He's kind of crazy though. But, <laughs> but so so. Kind of a key concept that I've always recognized is uh, crazy and genius are synonymous. Like, think about all the super ingenious people of human history. Most of them oh, yeah. were fucking batshit. Like, most of them, if not all of them, all of the major politicians and kings and rulers and big businessmen. Anything from the Julius Caesars to the uh, to Elon Musk to fucking I don't know who's yeah. who's another one fucking Isaac Newton that guy was crazy. Well, even even well, no, I wouldn't say that. I was gonna say Hitler because, but he was. I mean, he's he's fucking nuts. <laughs> of course, you're good. He was also Hitler. yeah, extremely extremely smart. He was just crazy, and his ideas. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think we're allowed to give him it credit. It goes hand though. in hand. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. He was an ev- he was an evil genius. He was able to turn his country that was in rubbles, war machine, to a fucking and, fully functional and genocidal country. War machine, like, yeah. You kind of have to be smart to do that. As as bad as the guy was, yeah, yeah, intelligent but fucking crazy. But see, <laughs> but here's where that that comes to be an issue: is you just compared Hitler to Elon Musk, <laughs> and then you said he should run for president. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler for president. All right, man, that's fine. Whatever. It's is it. Worse than what we have now? Some would say yes. Some would bad. say yes. Some would say no, though, because I, dude, I saw a tweet that was funny as fuck. Let me look this shit up. Damn it. I forgot, I forgot what it was here. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so Michael Malice posted this. He said, We need to call what happened in the Capitol yesterday exactly what it was a genocide. Which is funny as fuck to me because that's exactly what everybody's doing. They're over amplifying the shit out of this. One person got shot for breaking the law, and then the rest of it was just people pushing each other around and screaming bad words. And my, my Who wife fucking she, cares. She's like, "Well, I feel so bad for for her and her family." And I was like, "No." I said, "I said, well, no, fuck that bitch." Are you kidding me? She knew what she's going into. The funny part is, storm the Capitol and not expect of, to be I shot. Think it was the Air Force, and she was military police. Like she knew Air damn Force, well yeah. what she was doing was illegal, and she could be shot for it. And I, I <laughs> told her, I said, when she decided to walk through yeah. that that front door, she knew she was taking her life into her own hands, and that whatever happened, she could not be upset with it. Absolutely. You thought you you have uh, an immunity of sorts 
just because you at home you have a fucking back the blue flag flying. Fuck you, bitch. You stormed that Capitol. You busted through that window. You got, I don't want to say what you deserve, but I don't know what you were expecting. I don't know what the fuck you were expecting. You're storming the Capitol building full of senators. Your Trump daddy, as they would like to say, because he fucking lost. (laughs) Yeah, for your fucking cult. And I'm not even. It's all because he lost. I don't know. No. I'm not sorry for saying that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that whole situation is so weird to me. I saw a meme that was uh pretty accurately described it. It was like it was like Drake pointing at it, and it's like, hey, and it's like whenever you find out that people are storming the Capitol building and threatening senators, and then it's it's him like shying away again. Oh, like yeah. when you find out it's fucking Trump supporters, <laughs> it's, like I, that that describes it per- perfectly. So like, oh, storm the Capitol, take that fucker over. Okay, yeah, good for them. And I find out it's you know it's the a bunch stolen of election in air quotes. God's not so good anymore. And it's the guy it's from um, Get Out. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> yeah, when I started seeing this shit, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, go ahead and go and protest. You you guys think you've been wronged. Whatever. You guys don't really... You, you don't really have a reason to Dude, I fucking go to the fucking capital and bitch in the plane because your, your party lost. But you know what? Go ahead. Do it. Be peaceful. Do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. And then I heard that they were starting to break in. I was like, fucking let them have it. <laughs> All right, what, this whatever happens next, that's uh, that's that ball is in their court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what uh, what's gonna happen from this. I don't know if uh, the Republicans are gonna start moving towards Libertarian Party if they're gonna break off and do this shit. But uh, dude, I can't tell you how many people. I'm seeing that for the past four years have been diehard Republicans and Trump supporters, and I'm seeing them split and fight amongst themselves. So I think the Republican parties. Well, I have some breaking uh, news. Going to be hurting after that. So uh, my wife hit me with the breaking news. This to me real quick. San Diego police have declared unlawful assembly as pro-Trump protesters and counter-protesters gather near. Mission Boulevard, Pacific Beach. And there's it's a live stream. And it's a bunch of fucking rednecks standing in the middle of a six... Hang on. Nope, sorry. Five-lane highway. Oh, so they're doing the exact same thing oh, yeah, that they're, they're talking shit about down, people doing. Mind you, this is... Ago? Oh, so everybody's um, just a bunch of does, does your wife fucks. watch Got Bachelor? It. Okay, well, no, no. <laughs> so She'd it, watch it is literally a block time. off the beach. There's the beach, one set of like tourist, touristy like shops, and then no, this is, um, is that, the West is that Coast Coronado. Uh, Mission Bay, um, shit, I'm trying to think of that amusement park with the whales. 
help me out lane where the it's like a giant ass aquarium i, I got whales and penguins sea world it's over by sea world sea world and they closed down a major uh-huh. highway okay Hmm. I mean, run them over. Fucking do what uh do what the Trump supporters were saying. Get get the old fucking semi trucks out and don't stop. Didn't they just like enact a new law about that yeah, where yeah. you don't or, have to yeah, stop it's... in a protest? So fucking just. <laughs> I'm not saying run them over because obviously that would be me inciting violence. But I'm saying if this were Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I'd probably just hit that right trigger really hard. Stars on me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Beautiful. Go ahead. Uh, Uh, Okay. um, The fact that this is becoming a norm is what's what's embarrassing to the country. This is what we quote unquote send our our troops overseas for: is to stop this shit from happening in other countries. It's it's like, it's like we're watering it down too. Because once upon a time, like if you got thousands of people together and you protested something, it's just a, there was something Tuesday. wrong in the country, and there's something that needed fucking work. But now people are just, yeah, it's just every other day, and maybe that's a sign that our country is doing a lot wrong, or, or that our country is unhealthy. Maybe our population is just unhealthy. But it's getting to the point where like people don't even fucking listen anymore because they're like, yeah, whatever, it's just another protest. And it's they won't even listen because the party it's not their party it's not their people so they don't care anymore. It's weird weird political environment, man. Well, you about ready to wrap this shit up? I feel like we ramble for a little bit. Lucas. You there, buddy? You there, Lane? Oh, well, I'm there, buddy. I don't know what happened. Uh, but I guess this is a sign from the All-Father. That is uh, probably time for us to wrap this up anyway. That was that was weird. Yeah, that was, uh, that was definitely weird. All right. So I guess I got one last bullet that I wrote down here. Uh, I guess where where do you see this podcast going and what are you hoping to accomplish with this? And uh, I don't know. What, what are you, what are your hopes for our future here and what, where we're going to take it? Um, well, where, where I definitely hope that this goes is more towards a, a very broad national platform where people can be informed and kind of, trying to um, resonate with what we have to say because we're not Fox, we're not CNN, we're not MSNBC, we're not any yeah. liberal, democratic, or Republicans and conservative. Just, we're just out there putting out what we, we believe and it's kind of in the middle. And people start to kind of think for themselves instead of just believing mainstream media based off what we say. Mm. I get it. I mean, that's that's what I've always done. I've taken what people said and kind of used that as my own research. 
to then make my own thoughts and figure out where I want to take them. You're using independent thought process. That's that's really weird. It's really weird of you to do that. I know, right? I mean, <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> the fucking I mean, the Black Panther meme. We don't do that. <laughs> I mean, so uh, where where do you see this going, or where do you hope it goes? Dude, I honestly don't care so much about being on a global platform or anything like that. I mean, if we do, great. If we don't, whatever. If we got one follower that listens to us and resonates with us, because I hear day in and day out, like a lot of my sailors that are under me, and even even like some of them that are in leadership positions, uh, complaining about the same stuff, and they don't really have an outlet, especially in the Navy. There's... There's a lot of podcasts out there for like army and for Marines and for their coincidentally their for their vets and stuff too. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see a whole lot of Navy out there. I think, uh, the only, the only Navy vet that talks about it that I know of is, uh, one of the guys on off of timeline earth. Uh, he, he's a retired Navy and he talks about that sometimes. I think he was a sonar tech or something like that, Oh, nice. but I, I, I would just like to see, more of the Navy vet community coming out and kind of telling their story and uh, their viewpoints and where they hope to see the country that, you know, they, they fought for. And at some point gave a shit about, you know, like obviously everybody that joins the Navy, even, even if you did it for college or whatever, uh, you still have to care a little bit about your country to be willing to make that kind of a uh, commitment. I don't even know if it's a sacrifice, but just, just committing to it, you know, yeah, you're saying for six years I will unequivocally fight for this country, or I, I'm willing I'm willing to go to battle for this country, even if it's just for college. You're still doing it for your country. Yeah, I'll pit myself out for forty grand. <laughs> yeah, you would. You'd do it for a lot less too, though. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I I see uh I see like a lot of the other bet podcasts like i don't know shout out to some of them uh for sure though that have influenced us like biting the bullet obviously is uh, a big one oh for sure yep. uh, matt freeman from status quo he's he's really seems to be a really cool guy he actually just messaged me i messaged him on twitter and asked him what uh what his advice was for starting a podcast and i can only read like a little bit until i get in there so the folder and look at it but he said number one stay consistent so that's Something we got to make sure we do. We're putting out this podcast. I don't know if we're going to do every other week or break it down to every week. We'll, we'll see where we go from there. We'll put out a schedule and everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess my last shout-out would be to Pat from Uncensored Tactical. He's the first one that I listen to on here. and He's a he's a retired Coastie, but he seems to be a pretty cool guy, too. Oh, the other thing I'm I'm really looking forward to with this podcast is bringing on people who have very differenting views than us. We, I mean, in the next couple of weeks, we have a diehard Republican conservative vet coming on. We have a liberal Democratic feminist who is getting ready to get out of the Air Force. That's getting uh, that's going to come on in a couple of weeks, and we have other people. We we reaching out to a broad spectrum of people who don't all have the same point of view as us that we want to get their opinion on everything. 
So Which I, I think it's super important is to, to hear those people out, you know, not not so much of uh, looking up their views on Twitter, but like in person having that real fucking conversation, that tangible discussion, you know, especially that, for me. Then, Go ahead. I was just going to say to me, that's where we solve the world's problems right there, <laughs> yeah, especially in today's society where, oh, you're a Democrat and I'm a Republican. Yeah, we have to hate each other. Right. I'm I'm pretty over that. I mean, obviously there's some of them that I fucking hate. If you're if you're still after all this diehard Trumpster, I probably fucking hate you. I probably do. Uh or or the people who just won't have a conversation because you have a different point of view. That's the shit that bugs me. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, I'm going to get off of here. Uh, thanks for those of you that stuck around. I don't know why you did, but I appreciate that. Yeah. This was Ungoverned Sales, episode one. <laughs> All right. Let's see where this train wreck goes. Yeah, bye. bye.